It's time to start running! You're listening to Adam Air, M-D-G-E-D. Underground Cartoon Therapy. I'll be with you until the end. Only in a rerun. Go! Wines are well balanced and delicious. Have a taste. Let us know what you think. I don't drink, Dick. All right, guys. Welcome back to the show. Tonight we got a special guest by the name of Justin and he's doing exactly what I invited people to do take up an hour and go the fuck off about some shit man we're gonna talk about conspiratorial realism going way past fucking what you want to fucking probably be comfortable with or whatever whatever the fuck I'm trying to say oh my god we're gonna fucking blast off I got a little weed left right now I'm actually smoking a Pall Mall cigarette sitting out on the porch enjoying this summer night and every time I see a satellite come around I always say coming in hot coming in hot I study their trajectories in the sky you can tell they're satellites although you really want to see something really far out don't you Well, stick around, and you're going to hear some far-out shit. We'll return after these messages. I love Fruit Fruit, my new fruit-flavored cereal. I love Coke I love Frankenberry. But new Fruit Fruit has fruit-flavored sweeties for the howling good taste of fruit. And it's a monster mystery riddle. Watercolors not included. Reveal the hidden pictures that are your clues for solving the monster riddle. One monster mystery in specially marked boxes of the monster cereals. Alright guys, welcome back to the fucking show. This is Adam Air, your fucking doctor in the latter half of the apocalypse. A.K.A. Dr. Doom. Here to talk to uh, people all over this great fucking country of ours. And today we got uh, Justin on the show. Hello, hello. I met you in a smoke shop, right? Yeah, that was actually uh, my birthday. I was dropping by there to get a nice uh, fat discount on some flour for uh, my birthday. Come home, watch a nice movie, and enjoy myself. What are you smoking? Uh, right now. I think I picked up memory loss when I was at the dispensary. Great sativa. Yeah, I like to have a nice range of stuff for just, you know, any and all moods and occasions. Oh, I hear you. Yeah, I I'm smoking the... Oh, yeah, bouquets are good. Yeah. I got the lemon tie kick in myself. Very nice. Um, so when I met you, you kind of knew that I was just this kind of cool dude and approachable and you were like, I got to see your shirt. And I can't remember what I had on my fucking shirt, man. I can't for the life of me remember either. I, I, I go through so much stuff like that. I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm a random type of guy in a lot of situations like that. If I see somebody that has something interesting it's like hey i gotta check this out and uh you know I've, I've just never been afraid to approach people you know and like hey how's it going what's going on with this what's going on with that you know and, and just be random and talk to people you know i think uh 
I think people are afraid to talk to people a lot, you know? Like, when I go to the park and stuff, people are afraid to make eye contact even anymore. It's like, it's kind of scary. You know what? Because bad people in media have made it that way. Absolutely. Yeah, no, that's that's been, like, my biggest beef, honestly, uh, the past couple years is the media. Like, people need to turn that shit off, and that's the reason why we have COVID. So, here's my theory on the whole media thing. Like, You are welcome to express that theory. Man, consider the next hour your venting format, man, and just go at right it. On. You won't be judged by me. So, yeah, I mean, the way I see things is people have been bamboozled by the media, and I recently was just turned on to this guy. Um, and I can't even remember his name, but he's uh, Black Guns Matter. Like, fuck yeah, that's my man, okay? And he's, he had a shirt on that said, Media, Most Effective Devil in America. I'm thinking, dude, this guy's right up my alley because the media, all they do is lie. I'm sure you probably heard about Operation Mockingbird where all the media is bought out by the same six giant mega conglomerates. And they all are in lockstep on saying the same damn thing. So when anything happens, they all get the script and they all got to read it. Now, can, can I stop you for a minute? Yeah. Because uh, I always heard it was 13 families, and you're calling them six? Well, it's six. Because I'm on board all the way. I just never heard the six thing. Well, there's six mega corporations that own all the media, all the print, all the newspapers, all the TV stations, all the Hollywood movie studios all the radio stations, anything having to do with getting information out there on a mass scale is owned by six conglomerates like Disney, Viacom. I can't name them all, but you can go look it up very easily. So, you know, all the broadcasting stations, they're all owned by a network conglomerate that owns all the TV media. Yeah. 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 And then now you've got all the new stuff coming in with Netflix and the new media of, you know, Facebook and Twitter. Um, I got censored off of Facebook for quoting Joe Biden. They said, you can't say racist stuff on Facebook. I said, duh, I was quoting Joe Biden, and I made it perfectly clear in my post that, hey, guys, look at what Joe Biden said. You're a racist. No, I was quoting Joe Biden. They don't get it. They just want people want to hear and attack who they want to. You know? So, so check this out. Check this out. Everybody was starting to wake up on the whole Jeffrey Epstein thing, right? Yeah. They're all like, oh, no, I gotta call bullshit. He didn't hang himself with toilet paper, for fuck's sake. Okay? So, right then and there, boom, switch to COVID. We gotta put him back to sleep, get him afraid, keep him scared. Yeah. Keep him occupied with bullshit that, you know, like Osama bin Laden, that stopped working, so we switched to something else. You know, as soon as Trump got in, it was Kim Jong-un in North Korea. Oh, they're going to nuke us. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Everybody be afraid. Be afraid. Be afraid. And it was just this constant cycle of one thing to the next to the next. But then Jeffrey Epstein hit, and that was a big deal because you're focusing on something that we can all come to get. This is bipartisan. You're fucking around with little kids. We all want to kill you now. Yeah. Left, right is taken out of the picture. We drop the politics. All right, the aliens have landed. We're not left or right anymore. We're people. What the fuck? Hang on, let's deal with That's what we're left with, right? I mean, that's what I feel like people like you and I are dropping the immaturity of politics and religion and just getting straight to the human. Get to the meat of them. Exactly. Yeah. And so, so right then and there, they had to switch off the Epstein story and hit us with this whole uh, COVID crap. But... Now they're taking us into a whole new thing with that, and they're talking. To, I heard Jen Psaki today talking about, uh, you know, door to door neighborhood watches, you know, going door to door and making sure that everybody has their inoculation. Like, this is an ex get the fuck away from me. Yeah, <laughs> RNA gene therapy shot. You know what Moderna means. Is that what you feel like it is, though? I always felt like it was just a tracking die. That's all it was. That's why. It, that's enough to make people sick, right? Well, it's, it's getting people. It's actually killing people left and right. I mean, it I know them. it's fucking weird. It's like there is no low ball number on how many people it's made sick, uh, drastically or just fatally, man. Look at Marvis, Marvel, and Hagler and. Uh, Okay, you got Hank Aaron, 
this is like one of the greatest baseball legends of all time, like in the top three next to Babe Ruth and Mickey Mantle. I mean, dude, Hank Aaron's as big as it gets in the sports world, and he dies with hardly a mention. What happened when Kobe Bryant died in the helicopter accident? Oh, my God, Kobe Bryant for the whole punch. It's just nothing but Kobe Bryant. Yep, I remember. And then all of a sudden he's off the map. You know? Yeah, but Hank Aaron dies, and it's like, oh, yeah, another dude, Hank Aaron died, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, because he wasn't a member of the Illuminati. No, no, because he died of a vaccine, and they didn't want people questioning, well, how did he die? But didn't Kobe die before the fucking uh, virus? No, he got, he got the shot, he got the second shot, and then he died. Oh, no shit. I th- who died on the fucking, uh, who died on the, uh, on the helicopter then? That was Kobe Bryant. Oh, okay, I guess I'm confused. Yeah, no, I'm really not a sports guy, so, I, you know, I mean, like, when you're talking big sports guys, like, you know, I used to watch baseball, so Hank Aaron dying, that's like, oh, damn, dude, I really like that guy. Yeah, I mean, he was like a, he was more a part of my childhood. I remember Hank Aaron was like a name that was dropped in my young yeah. 70s, 80s. You know, exactly. So you know, when you got somebody of that stature dropping off, you know, two weeks after he takes the COVID shot, they don't want you to know about that. I feel like uh, there's some weird. Well, obviously, it's another. It's a fucking gross misunderstatement to say there's some weird shit going on. But oh, yeah. <laughs> but I also don't want to sound like that prime minister fucking dick on on V for Vendetta, like. I'm proud to be an Englishman. <laughs> but I, you know, I, I also, you know, I do. I think it's important for people like you and I, who are who could just be anybody, USA. Absolutely. And fucking get and having this platform on. I'm gonna keep uh, going around the country after this, man. And just, uh, I want to go on on to broadcasting school, and I would like to turn this into a real platform. You know, I can't ever say uh, words like therapy, because that that belongs to the Mental Health Association. Yeah. And it's like, fuck the MHA, and fuck their big pharma-ass pimping bullshit. And if they could be indicted, if there was a way to indict the Mental Health Association as a whole entity, I would love to fucking see that, man. You know uh, Sigmund Freud was a pedophile as well. He was a, oh, no shit. I didn't know that. I, f- I mean, it makes kind of fucking sense. You know, he's all... Yeah, well, that's all he ever talked about was phallic this and phallic that. Yeah, well, yeah, he was like sports are phallic, right? Speaking of Hank Aaron. He was like yeah, baseball's like the grasping of the, fa- fa- the, the phallic, you know, thing. Yeah, yeah, and then you look at the symbol for pharmaceuticals, and it's the snake wrapped around the staff. It's the the, the staff representing the tree of knowledge of good and evil, and the snake is in the Garden of Eden giving them the knowledge. It all goes back to Genesis. You know, uh, do you want to talk about that Genesis for a minute? Is that cool? Yeah, absolutely, man. I've, I've done pretty extensive studies on Genesis compared to most people. Uh, oh, I would love to talk to you about it. Yeah, have you ever heard of uh, Robert, uh, let's see, uh, J. Vernon McGee? No, tell me about him real fast. Basically, his deal was put, bringing the, the cookies down to the bottom shelf to let other you know, normal people access it. So I've read his his commentary on Genesis, and it's. It's pretty amazing. I mean, you know, if you just stop and think about the first verse, in the beginning, the, the earth was void and formless, and God created the earth. It's like, God created the heavens and the earth. Wow. Okay. That's huge. But then everything ties back to Genesis. It's like, uh, okay, th- this is a real interesting point about God. God, through the Bible, is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, right? Yeah. Okay. So God created us in his image, yeah. male and female, he created man, okay? Now we are body, soul, spirit, so we have a physical body, then we have a personality, and we have a spirit that never dies, so we're created in that triune image, but then so is everything else. What is space? Well, it's height by width by depth. 
What is time? Past, present, future. What is color? Red, blue, yellow. Sound, right? Sound is pitch, frequency, amplitude. Electricity, watts, ohms, amps. You start going in this pattern of, wow, everything is in threes. Mm-hmm. At least here in third dimensional proxy. Third dimension, right. And then atoms are protons, neutrons, and electrons. So which one would Shiva be? Which of those electron, would he be an electron, a neutron, or what was the other one? A proton. Shiva was like ice, right? I guess so. But the three, the three gods, Shiva and uh, Brahma and uh, I can't remember the other one. Those are what the three atomic components are. Did you know that? No, huh? you're educating me. I love it. Oh, I well, I do want to go back real fast to Genesis. Is that cool? Yeah, absolutely. I'm one of these 40, late 40-something 40 stoner dicks that fucking is all about Sumerian text and ancient alien bullshit. But now, okay. when I was younger, I was like 21, and the crusty black metal scene, I was like deep into it and drinking Robitussin in 40s and the whole nine yards. And, uh, you know, my kid wasn't born yet. And my kid was born pretty much about a year and a half after I learned about ancient astronauts back then. You're talking about, you know, a good uh, at least 12, 13, 14, almost 15 years before ancient aliens came on the air. Yeah. Um, so one of the things I did notice was that it is presented in a post-hypnotic suggestive way where you got guys who I believe are CIA. It's the dude with the hair. It's the Japanese silver fox dude. It's that one black guy who's telling you, uh, you know, water molecules on Jupiter, and they're fucking drip-feeding you this shit while they're really keeping back all this shit because... They don't trust us as a collective, and they shouldn't. But these guys meditate, and I don't believe that they're necessarily led by a human affair. I, I believe that it is led by these alpha draconian, like David Icke said. Uh-huh. And if you know who David Icke is... Oh yeah, I've been following David Icke for like 10, 10 years now. I got friends who run an anarchist... They're part of an anarchist collective in Lower East Side, Manhattan, and they say David Icke is anti-Semitic. You ever heard that? Yeah, I've heard all that stuff. I never heard it until I did the show, and I had the guy who runs the Shadow newspaper out of uh, Lower East Side, Manhattan, who's been a fixture in my life, my punk rock life, for 30 fucking years off and on every time I'd be in New York. You know, the guy's there. But he dropped that on there, but I still believe that he is one. I think that he is one because he shapeshifted and he had fangs and, and he had the fucking uh, eye thing, you know, go on. And that's what he said. The eyes go first and then the teeth and da 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 da. And after years of listening to this guy and his descriptive, ongoing, unrelenting uh, exposure to this, anybody else who would expose this shit would be fucking dead. Oh, what a beautiful day for Frank and Betty. The world's super sweet new cereal. Hooey! Here's the world's super sweet new cereal, Cold Chocula. Fickle, I've got daddy flavored sweeties for monstrous strawberry flavor. Well, I've got chocolate sweeties for monstrous chocolate flavor. Frank and Betty, Cold Chocula. Meow. Ah, Frank and Betty, Count Chocula. Ah, Halloween. Time for trick or treating and my delicious chocolate cereal, Count Chocula. Halloween is the perfect time to scare up a nutritious breakfast with my delicious strawberry flavored Frank and Betty. My Count Chocula is the cereal with goblin good chocolate flavored marshmallows. My Frank and Betty is the cereal with monstrously delicious strawberry flavored marshmallows. Here we come. Trick or three. <laughs> and you, so my theory is 
he is an alpha draconian and the reason I believe that he is is not only did he shapeshift but according to the alpha draco code those guys aren't allowed to hurt each other they can hurt they can hurt us we can hurt each other we can hurt each other over a piece of fucking you know wonder bread yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, but uh, yeah, we're just whatever. But now here's the other thing about Genesis is that these guys who are running the planet right now, they are not the ones who engineered us. The ones who engineered us are Nibiru, and Alpha Draconians and Nibiru aren't the same people. Even though I've heard these so-called experts try to match it up and tell you that those are our engineers no they are enemies those guys are enemies and when Nibiru engineered us they were in three parts and you were talking about the father the son and the holy ghost right according to the Sumerian text it's Anu Anki and Enlil mm -hmm. that's the oldest text which was recovered in 2004 out of Iraq which was so fucking important to get translated and, and so fucking important for George W. Bush to lie about and say, these guys are Al-Qaeda and they are holding weapons of mass destruction. They weren't weapons of mass destruction. They were fu fucking 714 clay Sumerian tablets that have been guarded for the last 12,000 years that the Vatican has been ultimately undeniably looking for uh working with um your favorite uh business let's just say for the sake of uh compliance that the six uh you know major participants that are in charge of this shit are the ones that obviously orchestrated 9-11 then mm -hmm. and they're the ones that would have done this thing to me, after everything I've seen, and we're still there. It's like, why? Iraq is the size of fucking Akron, Ohio. You don't have to be there for fucking 22 years, wiping out every fucking thing every goddamn minute. Right. We don't have to be there. It doesn't even make sense. Nobody even talks about it because they're too worried about what personal pronoun they want to be called. And they're too worried about, you know, uh, there's... Uh, their, uh, their sanctity on social media and their status on social media, whatever that is, and and how they can just troll everything that fucking comes along. It's like, dude, if you fucking troll everything, you're not giving people a chance to talk. If I trolled everything, I wouldn't have created this platform so you could get on here and I could talk with you respectfully and anybody in the world that wanted to call me, you know, even my enemies, man. I would love yeah. to talk to you motherfuckers for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, but, you know, I have a hard time. I have a hard time debating people because uh, it, it's just, you know, I, I, I'm an emotional guy and they start throwing shit up and I, my brain just starts going in a million different directions. And I've like thing where I start connecting all these different dots. And then that's like, all right, there goes my brain. I'm confused and I can't do this anymore. And then it's like, oh, well, the argument, like, no, you didn't win the argument. You're just overbearing and a douchebag. Yeah. You know, and, and, and so, but uh, back, back to Genesis. Oh, yeah, okay, Genesis. Oh, wait, by the way, so, I want to say this real fast. If, Can I say something real fast? You know what Genesis is broken down? What? It means genes of ISIS. Oh, that's interesting, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to say that. Language, yeah, the English language is a word spell, and you spell words, and you're under a word that's why you cast spells and so you wake in the morning to go to work to earn a living and wake morning earn are all things associated with a funeral and then you're working the weekdays you're under a weekdays you're working for the weekend and you get the weekend of the deal the, the english language the english anglish language of angels is a numeric bastardization of the Romance languages and Latin. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, that's interesting shit. Uh, you know what I found out? That the actual, uh, in Genesis, um, 
according to those texts that the U.S. military had transcribed, it gives the exact mere version of Genesis. That's interesting. Yeah, and you know what it says? What? It says that they breathed gold on their planet, and they had a great war on their planet. And this, and their planet, they were basically to cut through the shit. They were one of the groups of Watchers, and the Watchers were stationed on Mars, and the Mars ones had ab abandoned their post, and Saturn had abandoned its post, and the only two left were Nibiru and Jupiter. The only one left still is Jupiter, but their defenses are too low. And they cannot go against the power of the Alpha Draconian because the Alpha Draconian has teamed up with the Archon and the Palladian. And they all got this fucking little network that they're pushing on YouTube right now called Gaia. Have you seen it? Uh, no, but I'm familiar with the term Gaia. Okay, now Gaia is an organization that George Norrie is representing who was the understudy of Art Bell. Right. Okay, it's him... It's that fucking Steven Dick who fucking was off and on, you know, revealing aliens for the last... Not that guy. He's passed, right? Stephen Hawking. Yeah, not him. It's, uh, it's another guy. He's, he's an able-bodied guy, but he was just uh, always like... It was always just like, whatever. Are you? He was kind of like Alex Jones or Joe Rogan. Are you, what side are you on? Which, what side are you on? Because after you listen to shit enough, dude, you don't know what fucking side they're representing necessarily. And it's like, yeah. you know, because... Well, especially with... Yep, and then they, that creates QAnon, which is basically fucking the CIA creating this yep. shit so that they don't have to deal with nuts talking about fucking conspiracies. And... So if they fucking associate that with some pedophile interest, then everybody fucking debunks fucking conspiracy theorists, so they can get, keep getting away with the shit that they're fucking doing. Yeah. It is. I don't even give a shit at this point. It's like you can take the Sandy Hook thing and shove it up your butt. Yeah. Because look at everything <laughs> right on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If you want to sit here and tell me that your guy Anderson Cooper or uh, Brian Stelter or, you know, Cuomo or any of these. They're all fucking lizard dicks. That to me. You're, you're telling me they're giving you the truth? On a regular basis? No, they're they're part of the Alpha Draconian. They're exactly what David Icke is talking about. And the only reason those guys, Anderson Cooper and his high elite, can't take David Icke out is because of the Alpha Draco code. And part of the code, they have a code. And if humans had a code, it would be a lot better too. Dexter had a code. You know, he didn't. He didn't fuck that up until season seven. Whatever. <laughs> okay, so getting back to Genesis. Okay. Uh, Genesis chapter six. Verse yeah. When the human population began to grow rapidly on the earth. Yeah. The sons of God saw the human race and took any they wanted as their wives. Yep. And the Lord said, "My spirit will not put up with humans for such a long time, for they are only mortal flesh." In the future, they will live no more than 120 years. Yep. Okay? Yep. In those days, even afterwards, giants yep. on the earth, for whenever the sons of God had intercourse with human women, yep. they gave birth to children who became the heroes mentioned in legends of old. Yep. So people want to look, you know, that confounds people, but, you know, we're talking about aliens and, you know, other races, okay? Like I was saying, Okay, you're going to go with the Christians, 
theology and you're going to believe and tell me that God is infinite, omniscient, and omnipotent, okay, that means all-powerful, all-knowing, all-seeing, past, present, and future, okay, if God is infinite, therefore the creation is also mirrored in his image and therefore infinite as well. Yep. So that means... I agree with all of it. You cannot comprehend infinity. Neither can I. I cried to a little boy, and it was like, I'm going down the roller coaster too fast. Well, I always said it was like trying to see clear in all directions without having some color background to represent the clear between you and what it is. You know what I mean? That's got a real interesting that's how I felt. How God sees past, present, and future. We're like, well, how can this be? Okay. Imagine you're <laughs> God, and you step outside of this sphere that we call time. Yeah. Right. Now you're looking at like a glowing, rolling ball that's like a crystal ball, like you know, in Lord of the Rings or some shit. Yeah. Like Yeah. All those little electricity spires going out to the edge of the globe, that take it from the edge to the center or from the center to the edge, however you want to see that time flowing from past to present to future, those are the little paths that are possibilities of what your life could become that God sees every single possible outcome. And you have an infinite number of outcomes. What are you going to do with your time, your talent, your treasure? That's going to determine which path you go down and that's going to determine the outcome so god that's how god can see your future that's interesting because he's outside of time it doesn't pertain to him as god is infinite once again well i always wonder how he sees us i figure he kind of looks at us like we look like tron cycles remember tron yeah yeah and like you know we all he can only acknowledge the actions of the heart. I don't think any flesh is there after being friends with this guy. Yeah, there's no flesh action. To, you know, he's not peeking on you and and judging you. And, you know, he knew. Because, you know, the first PTSD attack is him telling Moses, I'm going to wipe these motherfuckers out, right? And Moses was like the, Moses was like the suicide hotline. And he's like, look, you got PTSD. These guys working. That, that would be Noah. That would be Noah and the ark. Yeah. Moses led the Israelites out of Egypt in Exodus, but Noah was the one that was Noah. Go build this ark, and everybody thought, you know. No, you. No, that's not what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. I'm talking about Moses in Exodus, right after Genesis, and he's like, "I'm gonna wipe these motherfuckers out." Oh yeah, the Egyptians. That's right, and he was like, and he's like, and he goes, "Don't do it." No, he wanted to wipe everybody out, dude. There's a part in Exodus where he wants to wipe out the whole world. He's like, it's better off to flood it. And uh, and Noah hasn't happened yet, right? Um, you know, well, Noah, Noah was in Genesis, and then after Gen Genesis, then you have Moses uh, in Exodus. Uh, that was the story of Exodus. So he wants to wipe them out again then. That's what it is. Well, okay, so if you go back to, to the story of Noah and the ark and the flood, after the flood, Noah gets off the boat, the, the dove brings in the olive branch, signifying that there's lands. So they get off the boat. He's got ham, shim, and feet, which supposedly became, you know, the Asians, the northern Europeans, and the, and the, uh, the African nations, which from ham, shim, and feet uh, is, is what a lot of theologians say. And then... It gets complicated, right? I mean, it's complex okay, shit. Okay, yeah, but no, 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 no. So you, you have them, they get off the boat, and then God says, they see the rainbow for the first time. They're like, ooh, what's that? God says, that is my sign to you that I will never again destroy the earth completely by flood. So every time you see a rainbow, that's a sign, that's a promise from God, saying, yeah, I promise you I'm not going to kill everybody by flood. Because the next time he wipes out the earth, it's going to be with fire. Oh, so he said, okay, so when he tells Moses that he's going to wipe the shit out, is when they fucking, uh, 
is during the Ten Commandments then. Yes, yes. He, he said he, he gets uh, Moses the Ten Commandments up on Mount Sinai, and then Moses comes back down with the Ten Commandments. And, and breaks the original ones. Right, that's that's the original Judaic law passed down to the Jews. And then, you know, they, they had the whole exile from Egypt. They went around the desert for 40 years, wandering, and then the God was the, the, the pillar of fire by day, and a, or fire by night, cloud by day, or something like that. And then he gave them the manna, which was his manifest presence on a daily basis. And then it went bad the, the day of, so you couldn't store any of it up. You had to get what was fresh the next day, every day. And so there was all this, you know, faith lessons going on. But then they had the, the whole Passover as well in Egypt, where they rubbed the blood of the lamb over the doorstep to signify that the ghost of death. See, that shit reminds me of Nibiru. We'll return after these messages. Don't be scared. I'm the super sweet monster with the super sweet new cereal, Count Chocula. Bethel, here's the super sweet new cereal, Frankenberry. But I've got chocolate sweeties for monstrous chocolate flavor. Well, I've got berry-flavored sweeties for monstrous strawberry flavor. Count Chocula. Frankenberry. Hi. <laughs> Frankenberry. Count Chocula. In this scene, Baba Wee. We have a knockdown western style battle over this box of Kellogg's Rice Krispies. You mean it's that Franklin and Pop cereal? Right! And for the exciting wind up, you throw the dummy of me over the cliff. I got you, Quick Throat. Quiet, wrong! Take that! And that! And that! It's time for the dummy over the cliff? Right! All right, see, here's the deal. I go by the Sumerian text when I study all this stuff. Where you're, where you're at is basically observance of the Sethite observation of, those time, of the time and the time period. The Sumerian text says something different. So when you read the Sumerian text, and you got to remember, this stuff was only translated in... Finally, by Zechariah Sitchin, who passed away in 2010 and is single-handedly responsible for ancient aliens being on the, on the air right now, was, was a member of the Illuminati uh, and was a little old man who studied all five languages, that uh, Babylonian, Akkadian, Caesarean, you know, and then all the way into uh, um, Sumer, into Sumerian. And he was the first guy to be able to do that. The military anxiously recovered these things from Iraq during the war, brought them back to America, had Zechariah Sitchin translate 714 tablets. It took him five years to do it. And, it, and then they were released in 2009. After he had translated it, not one time has Jesus Christ ever come up until... He read this one, and it blew his mind because I think what happened was they call it Galzu. Galzu is this man of light in the Sumerian text, and he's the one that tricks Anki, who is the only one from Nibiru left on the planet at the time of Noah. His name's not Noah. And according to the Sumerian text, Noah is the Sphinx. And that was built after the hunt, and it's the same thing. It's 120 days, but Anu is on Nibiru, which they call Planet X. And these guys are here on Earth with a slave that has already defunct. Now you're at the time of Noah, and you're at the time where 
uh, the ark is being built, okay? And according to the Sumerian text, Anki is the guy who put the spirit gene in us, but technically, according to Nibiru's formation of us, they weren't supposed to put the spirit gene in us. Because then they knew that, you know, but Anki had it in his head, no, if we put the spirit in them, they'll work harder if we present ourselves as gods and they'll work harder. And that was his whole... That was his whole thing. So when they say we have made him in our image in and the seven days of creation, that's all Nebrew. God doesn't show up until the burning bush. And then he meets Moses because in reality, Moses was a super pharaoh that could not, uh, that didn't believe that Anu was his God. He knew there was an actual creator that wasn't here. And that's what it was. And, and, you know, to fight the Pharaoh at that time, they were already using the same black magic that they're using now to harvest these kids and to drink their penile glands. And they've already had the CIAX judge come forward and say that's exactly what the fuck's going on. And Jeffrey Epstein and that Netflix is a conspiracy in of itself. Because that's not even the high-level shit that he's being accused of, bro. The high-level shit that he's being accused of is, is taking penile glands out of kids while they're alive and shooting it up and all this other shit, whatever the fuck these guys do. And that's how they got control over us right now. And all their tech is being ran by black magic. Money is black magic. People got to make a living. They're afraid of being cut off SSI right now and all this other bullshit because of the virus and the laws that will come with it. And, you know, well, you can see it's called planned obsolete. You can't let people take over your shit. You know, so a lot of people will end up passing because a lot of innocent people can't necessarily protect themselves, dude. You're familiar with the Georgia Guidestones, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's their stated end goal, is, you know. But, I mean, that's another thing that, is, that really pisses me off because I've been, you know, personally struggling with money for my whole life. Yeah. And uh, this, uh, this Bitcoin revolution is really fascinating to me because I don't know if I'm going to study the history of money or the philosophy, what money is, etc. I, I understand enough, you know. Yeah, so basically they're wanting us to pay taxes trillions and trillions of dollars and bailing everything out while the economy, you know, they're saying the economy's booming. Uh, it's not booming. I'm seeing help wanted signs everywhere. The only reason it's booming is because you're printing so much damn money and so many people are getting paid to not work. So, so the economy is basically shifting more and more over to China because they're spending all the stimulus money on Chinese goods. Okay? But in the meantime, revolution starting to happen that I'm very, very keen on and hoping that it's going to free me because I was actually looking at Bitcoin back in 2013 at about $65 a coin, and I'd heard of it the day it came out. I was watching CNBC when they started talking about it back in 2009, and, uh, you know, I thought, gee, I wonder how I could buy it. It sure would be nice to get $100 worth of that at a penny. Yeah. <laughs> half of a billion dollars right now that's so, that's got to feel like a kick in the crotch it's a kick in the crotch for sure yeah and then especially the fact that i was looking at it again in 2013 14 somewhere around in there it was at 65 dollars a coin and i was really trying to do some serious endeavor to figure out how do I set up a wallet? How do I maybe even mine this? Stuff? Right. How do I get into it? It is important, like uh, for survival in the in the flesh world. Maybe not in the spirit world, but hell, man, we're still alive. Exactly, exactly. My whole thing, my my whole raison d'être since I was like seventeen. So I dropped out of high school when I was fifteen because I was just too hormonal. I couldn't take it. <laughs> Jenny's skirt over there. I'm curious. Yep. Um, a lot of us 
worth. Yeah, that's cool. I guess. You know, I mean, <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, and it pissed me off. And, I, you know, I, I bumped into a, a friend's dad one night at a catering that I was working. And this guy's like, literally, he was uh, he was the senior vice president of the Dallas Morning News. And then in the 90s, when the Internet started coming on strong, he saw the writing on the wall pretty quick and said, hey, this career is going away. And so he went through all of his certifications to basically open up his own hedge fund where he is like, you know, he is the hedge fund. And so he's got all these millionaires throwing money at him to invest. And the guy's super wealthy. I'm thinking, I'm going to listen to this guy. He knows what he's talking about. Right. And, you know, I told him about all of our endeavors in the stock market and how he's losing. He looked at me and he said, he got real serious. He shook his finger in my face and said, Justin, I don't care if you see $30 or $300 or $3 million. If you see green, you take it. Don't hesitate. Always realize you're winning. Yeah. You don't realize your losses. You said, you Well. So I told Jeff, you know, this is how we got to play. He said, well, we got to have a certain amount to play that way. Because, you know, SEC 
see. You got to have twenty five thousand day trade. Yeah. And uh, I said, I don't give a shit. Borrow it on a goddamn credit card off there for all I care. But don't ever lose my money again. Hmm. You know. Well, I, I don't want to talk about money too much. Are you cool with that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't like the tangent because I. The only thing I can concerned about money uh, is that it's black magic, and that uh, in the end we don't need it. Really, we have the ability to create a superior barter system that extends way past the boundaries of bullshit communism or anything like that. I mean, which would be like healthy. That's why I like Bitcoin so much because we need a ledger, and that's all it really is. Digital ledger. So, and it cuts out the fiat system because that's the problem with the fiat currency system. They have the ability to print as much as they want whenever they want. And that's the bullshit fact. You and I don't have that ability to just magically print money. So, if nobody on earth has the ability to magically print money and there's this one standard that we all agree by, yeah. then that's the standard. And it's digital and it's perfect. Sound. It's not like gold. You feel like it's safe and conscious. Yeah, well, it's, it's a lot safer than gold. I mean, if you go to my house and put a gun to my head and say, give me all your Bitcoin, I can give you a fake code to send you on your way. Right, but I mean, yeah, I mean, it's weirder. It just seems like uh, it's still black magic somehow. You know what I mean? It still it just switched goals. It just switched levels of black magic. That's what it seemed. It just elevated into a new level of higher black magic in a way. And this is how they do it exactly how so they can fucking lobotomize you slowly until you're fucking just basically like the fucking fly that's been in the the, the spider web and they've been slowly draining your ass since fucking Kennedy, okay? And we weren't even fucking born yet, man. Dude, seriously, have you been hearing reports about people taking these COVID shots and they're turning into fucking zombies like their personality is racing? Well, what do they expect? It's fucking from Johnson and Johnson. Why the fuck would you fucking trust this shit? I mean, people trust this shit. They trust it's a real thing. I don't. Let me take them. into a three-bedroom, no, it was a five-bedroom, three-bathroom, two-car garage house. It was fucking huge. And I finally didn't have to sleep with my two older brothers and smell their farts and deal with their shit all night. <laughs> so it was heaven. We moved in day one. We go into the room, and there's a brand-new color TV and the fucking cable hookup. Like, oh, my God. We get our own TV in our own room, and we don't have to fight over switching channels and shit. Yeah, buddy. So about... Uh, Six months into this paradise living, I come home from school. Where's dad? Oh, he got electrocuted at work today and he almost died. You're lucky he's alive. Like, holy shit. So he went through a whole bunch of shit and he actually just died in 2019. Uh, you know, rest in peace, dad. God love him. He was a great guy. Awesome dad. But they fucked him up big time. So right after dad got electrocuted, oh, sh- there yeah. Mom said, you know what, I'm done, I'm going to divorce. And that rocked my fucking reality as an eight-year-old boy. I can so imagine. What did they do? They put me on Ritalin and Siler, which gave me fucking a belly and bitch tits. Thanks, pharmaceutical industry. We will have to call, We will have to have you back. Justin, it's been an honor to have you on the show. You got a lot. And we'll be right back, guys. Ho- hold on the line, Justin. If you if you look at it, because it still doesn't represent barter, and well, isn't that kind of like saying that all numbers are black magic? I don't think that numbers are black magic. I think symbols associated okay. and intention, and with those things mixed, you know the thing that about our go- our the blood in us coming out of uh, Genesis again. Um, the thing about our blood. Which is important to me because according to when what I read in those Sumerian texts that came out in 2009, okay. Cain and Abel still exist, and the story still exists, except they're not called Adam and Eve, they're called Adamu and Tiamat. And when they created the final version of Adam and Eve, if you will, 
really they're called Adamu and Tiamat, but we'll just say Adam and Eve for short. Because um, really, just off the record, Adam and Eve translated in ancient Hebrew means the Adamic race was in a state of euphoria. There technically was never an Eve. It was Tiamat, according to the Sumerian text and according to how they engineered us, which they used Sasquatch and Myri clay. And Myri clay comes up in Daniel. And he, he tells you the reason that that statue falls is because the ankles are made of Myri clay. And bam, it confirms this big piece that's laid out in these newly translated Sumerian texts. And he tells you that the, when they created us, when they engineered us, Nibiru, they weren't even supposed to be on the side of the asteroid belt, but when they did, they used Sasquatch. And there was already a modified man. There was already Job and Lucy and all these guys. They already lived here, man. And when Nibiru got here, they went to Egypt in that area. And they took over that area. But guys like in Ethiopia, they knew about it. And they were like, nope, don't go down there. Just leave them alone. So they had a compliance. And Nibiru wouldn't mess with Job. And Job wouldn't mess with Nibiru. So you got to imagine, they told him, they told Anki, never put the spirit into them when we make them because they just need to stay mindless gold slaves. As soon as he put the spirit in them, we had a connection to God. So according to the Sumerian text, when Adam and, Adamu and Tiamat are created, they see Anu and everybody from Nibiru watching them, and they realize they're naked. And as soon as they realize they're naked, they try to hide themselves. And that's when Anu says, Anki, you put the spirit in them. How could you do it? So technically, Anki qualifies as being the exact snake used as a, meta a metaphor. Right. Because he's the one that slipped that shit into our DNA, which looks like the little fucking shit that all these guys who listen to Tool... And all this shit, you know, they, they got the little fucking ten-pointed DNA thing or whatever. That's the spirit. That's the fucking spirit gene. That's the shit. That's why DMT can act, because it's synthetic DNA, basically, opener for that part of the spirit opener. But it's the, it's white gold that is in our blood because of the mixture of Sasquatch and the mixture of you, you pretty much, they, they sped up our clock five million years. Wow. That's how, and so in the Torah, that's what Yahweh, you know, Jehovah, I mean, is yelling at, uh, is yelling at the angels, like, how could you introduce them to this shit? But the angels technically are Nibiru. That's who he's yelling at. And Nibiru carries on. They cut the whole book of Enoch out because the guys who, who uh, betrayed the heavens with Lucifer. And Lucifer was jealous of a Sasquatch. That's how all this shit started. He was like, I, I will never bow to that filthy, hairy motherfucker. And God was like, the hell you won't. And they didn't have an open line of communication, and God fucked up like that. And that's how you know God's not perfect, okay? Because I've been friends with that guy. I've been friends with God for fucking 19 years. And I know damn well he's a lot more like me and you. And you want to talk about how close of how how close of all of us on this planet are in his image? We are. And it's it's absurd to judge any anyone for any of this shit. You can feel however you guys want. You're not allowed to fucking bring it out into the public like that. That's uh, That's in your head. That's... In your your no one's gonna tell you you're wrong for how you feel unless you start hurting motherfuckers. And these businesses they don't give a shit about what race you are, guys. And they'll use our races to fucking battle each other and to set up what the QAnon motherfuckers called a, a psyop. Hey man, I, I'm calling it that too. I'm not part of QAnon, but I I wouldn't I would not. <laughs> Disable that reality. Man, I basically just split whatever they say is what they the opposite of what they mean. You know, so when they talk about your safety and well-being, they you know they, they just mean the opposite. So 
You know, like if, if you walk into the mall, we're going to be all Our number one top priority is your safety, health, and well-being. <laughs> your number one top priority should be to make profit off of selling meat. Yeah, man. Why can't we just fucking make cool shit? You know, if you need. Yeah. Yeah, the sheriff's coming to the sheriff is a bang. The sheriff is here. No, Dad, let's bang old sheriff is a bang. Like, imagine that movie coming out today. Oh, no. It wouldn't. You couldn't. Imagine the jerk with Steve Martin. No. Grew up a poor black child. Like, no, that, that's, that would not. If anything, it's all about um, uh, BLM or woke. And I just saw the, uh, I just saw the um, new He-Man trailer, and and Kevin Smith is all like, "Oh, it's the fucking, it's called Masters of the Universe Prophecy. It's supposed to air July twenty second on Netflix. I'm not plugging Netflix's corporate ass, but I'm a fucking He-Man fan, okay? And uh, you know, and I saw the animation. It looks fucking sick, yo. But the uh." It's animation, okay. and it's and it looks fucking great. It's got some anime in it, but the whole fucking story revolves around Tila, and she just comes off like, you know, she's the man. She's the new He Man. Yeah. And I think that was the woke. It's the more social. <laughs> it's the yeah. It's like Tila is cool as fuck, but. They definitely gave her the fucking half shaved head thing in this new cartoon, and on one end it looks like it looks like you know she's punk rock, and we all know that's not it. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, you got Austrian piece of shit that, oh, I, I am stuck with my own Jewish brethren out or no, he got him uh, taken to the concentration camps. He was working with uh, one of these handler guys and he was 14 years old and he admitted all this shit on 60 Minutes to helping round up his fellow Jews from the concentration camps. And then he would go in and steal all their silverware and their artwork and all that shit. And that's how he became this billionaire philanthropist who, oh, I, you know, it's like, you're not a philanthropist, you're a fucking terrorist. Yeah. Oh, man. You know what? We are almost at the end of this fucking hour. Can you believe it? Man, that went by quick. It does. And I, it just feels good to vent and say what you want, doesn't it? I'm sorry I cut you off on the money end, but I just... No problem. <laughs> I do like how you came back and, and it, was like, it was a nice rebound to, uh, you know, say, hey, this isn't black magic notary necessarily, but, you know, as long as no one like, can have to bleed over it, I guess it's not black magic. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Bitcoin is the first separation of money and state. This is a whole new revolution of like the possibilities here are wonderful for an actual peaceful world to come together and say, we reject all these bullshit fiat currencies as the standard. We accept Bitcoin as the standard. And we can still use the fiat currency, but it's actually going to be worth what it's worth, which ain't much, you know. And let's get back to a more uh, solid currency where things that are of valuable have value. And that's why you have scumbags like Bill Gates and Ted Turner and uh, the BlackRock uh, group buying up all the farmland and all the real estate. They're buying up all the single family homes right now because it's like... Uh, they realize that the currency is worthless and we're just printing it at warp speed now and the chart has gone exponential on the printing of money and so they understand that we're 
going to be facing hyperinflation really soon. So they're buying up anything that's going to have real tangible value like land, gold, silver, hard tangible assets, infrastructure. Yeah. Yeah. So Man. It's very diabolical. You know I mean? like, they got time to sit around and be evil, too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, what's your favorite flavor of ice cream there, Warren? And that's what they're doing with Joe Biden. It's like, I mean, the whole thing pisses me off with the media and Trump. Like, okay, Trump, hardball question number one. Why are you not denouncing racism? And why are you still a racist? And why are you a And it's like, God damn, back the fuck off, bitch. And then Joe Biden gets there and it's like, hey, Joe, what flavor ice cream do you like there, Joe? What color shoes you wearing? Come on. Oh, I love those shoes. Yeah, it's all there. No, you know, here's I'm going to tell you something about all those guys. They're all on the same team. Oh, yeah. And they're fucking lizards. They're not from here. This is the 10th planet they've colonized. You'll return after these messages. Someone's come for a nutritious breakfast. What? Hello, my name is Boo. <laughs> Let me finish. Booberry, my ghostly good blueberry flavored cereal, Booberry, <laughs> is part of this complete breakfast. Frankenberry's got strawberry flavored marshmallows. Count Chocula's got chocolate marshmallows. But I've got blueberry flavored marshmallows. Frankenberry. Count Chocula. <laughs> and Booberry. <laughs> <laughs> guys that was a fucking sweet ass fucking show did you like that shit justin want to thank you for being on and making it possible and everybody that is a part of this fucking platform that's made for you so you can fucking vent (laughs) it takes a lot of balls sometimes Sometimes you gotta fucking go against the fucking grain. And sometimes people are just too busy with their own opinions and shit. You need a place to fucking talk. Hey, fuck it, man. You can call me. Adam Air, MD, GED, Underground Cartoon Therapy. 206-666-5847. You can email me at Adamair. Williams at gmail.com Tell me a fucking story I'll fucking put it on the air Life's getting crazier as you have noticed And it takes a fucking A set of guts to fucking come forward and tell your story Tune in next time guys And we'll get more motherfuckers on Until then You've been listening to Adam Air MD GED Underground Cartoon Therapy.